0: On the throw to first base, and the Royals have tied the game. For the very best in baseball, this is the place you want to be. We're where you want to be. Baseball with the Royals. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. at R-Y-L-A-N underscore les. On today's show, we're going to recap yet another Kansas City Royals loss to the Chicago Cubs. They fall 5-4 in a game that they almost got back in. Let's start with the starting pitcher, Brady Singer, who goes five innings, gives up five hits, four runs all earned, a couple of walks, eight strikeouts, and then, of course, the couple home runs to inflate his ERA to 4.8. Not the best outing from Brady Singer, but you have to remember he's still a rookie facing a a very tough Cubs lineup. Uh, You know, I I like the fact that when he got into trouble, the Royals let him go to five innings. Uh, You don't want to break his confidence by any means, but again, the season is no longer about trying to compete, trying to win, Uh, so you would much rather see a guy like Brady Singer battle uh, than call in Scott Barlow an inning earlier. Uh, to try to limit the damage, uh, so I, I did like what Brady Singer did, and, and I liked his response to those runs that he gave up. Uh, he, he was fine in this game. Again, you're going to want those f- uh, four runs back he gave up, uh, but that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Trevor Rosenthal gave up the other run on a home run, but the most impressive the most impressive pitching performance for me uh, was Tyler Zuber. Uh, Tyler Zuber has had his fair share of rocky outings this season. Uh, he's another young arm that this team really believes in. I really believe, and I think that he can be uh, part of that back end of the bullpen once you're ready to compete again in two, three, four years. Uh, he, he can be at least your setup guy uh, or your high-leverage relievers, uh, you know, that kind of situation there for Tyler Zuber. And in this game, he goes out there in his one inning of work. He walks two, gives up a hit. Bases are loaded, then he gets out of it. And he battles his way back, and he battles his way out of that inning. I really like what I saw from Tyler Zuber yesterday, just that uh, – just that attitude to be able to get out of a jam like that it was so impressive and that's kind of what makes the Royals believe in him and his mental makeup along with his uh, the stuff he has on the mound so I really like Tyler Zuber uh, he showed it again last night of course you would prefer clean innings but you don't always get clean innings Kevin McCarthy he finished out the game you know he got he gave up one hit uh, got the one out he needed to get out of the inning other than that the pitching was whatever I mean Scott Barlow was fine. Up a hit, strikeout. They all kind of went one inning after Brady Singer. But then you get to the lineup. And Kyle Hendricks did a good job in this game. He goes seven strong, gives up seven hits, two runs, a couple, three strikeouts. Kyle Hendricks was good. I was surprised at how well the Royals could hit uh, Kyle Hendricks. Normally, they don't get seven runs in a game. They got seven runs against a starting pitcher. So that was impressive from this Royals lineup. Uh, but You almost got to that Cubs bullpen, which I've been talking about how awful they've been this season. And really, it's been Craig Kimbrell, who's been the most atrocious of that bullpen. You got two runs off of him. The lineup almost got it done. And and these are the kind of games that you have to win. I understand that the uh, pitching staff gave up five runs in 2020. Uh, that's not a big deal, especially when you're throwing out there a rookie. Your lineup has to pick you up, and they almost did. They had multiple chances in this game. Uh, the most frustrating part about this lineup is uh, they were, you know, they were three, for f- three for nine with runners in scoring position. They left five on base. Uh, they just cannot get it done, and, and you even saw that in the second inning. Uh, they had – so many chances to get more than one run across. And if you do that in that inning, then you're golden. In the ninth inning, they had, they had another chance to tie this ball game up. And they're sending out there Bubba Starling, who's bunting with two outs and, and trying to lay down a bunt with two outs. It, it, it's infuriating. It really is. Uh, and this game, again, at this point in the season, you're 3-9 and nine in a 60-game season. Uh, your season's over, so it doesn't really matter about trying to win or not. But you can't bunt with Bubba Starling, he's he's the guy that you're trying to look for. The Royals are doing this weird thing, which we'll talk about probably on Friday, uh, of, of trying to hold on to Bubba Starling, trying to hold on to a Brett Phillips, trying to hold on to a Frenchie Cordero. These guys are no longer prospects. And Bubba Starling's a 40-year-old prospect. He's drafted in 2011 in the first round. He has not made any headway in the major leagues. So if you are going to play Bubba Starling... You need to figure out what he is. You need to figure out if he can hit at this this level. We know he can defend. That's all fine and well. But you're not going to find anything out about Bubba Starling if you have him bunt with two outs in the ninth inning. And that's what he did on a couple pitches there. He tried to lay down a bunt. And then he hit that rock at the Chris Bryant, which is just kind of a microcosm of the season. A lot of hard-hit balls that just go right at defenders. But the fact that they even anticipated him bunting there and attempting a couple bunts there was infuriating because one, there's two outs. He's not that, he's not that fast. He, he wouldn't have beat out a two out bunt. I, I, at least I don't have the confidence to know for sure he would. Maybe he gets lucky, but I don't even have the confidence Mondesi can beat out a two out bunt in that situation. And Mondesi is one of the fastest players we've ever seen. So you're going to bunt with Bubba Starling with two outs in the ninth inning. He's like 26 years old. He doesn't have time left uh, to keep proving if he can play or not. And so far, uh, he's proven he can't. So far, Bubba Starling, Brett Phillips, they've proven that they cannot play in the big leagues. And yet, you're still holding on for that 1% chance that a 28-year-old Bubba Starling or a 26-year-old Brett Phillips can break out. It's time to move on to someone like a Khalil Lee, someone like a Kyle Isbell, someone like, uh, you know, even throwing in there Nick Keith who's been a pinch runner a lot uh, this last couple of series here, it's not Bubba Starling. There's a 1% chance Bubba Starling uh, or Brett Phillips or Frenchie Cordero turn into anything. So you can keep one of them, and I know the one I would keep is Frenchie Cordero, but you you can keep one of them and keep trying to get something out of them. You can't keep rotating in all three of them whenever there's a combined maybe 3% chance that one of them pans out. And in a lost season already, uh, there's no point to try to bunt with two outs. Let him hit away and see if he can get something done in a clutch situation. And and again, Bubba Starling uh, was just given the sign. So he was given the sign to bunt. I don't think he did that on his own merit. And if he did, that's an even bigger problem. uh, But, after that, he battled with his plate appearance, worked it, worked the count very well, and then hit a rocket to Chris Bryant. You just hit one to a, a good third baseman who was able to sneer a hard-hit ball. I think it was like 110 miles per hour off the bat. I mean, that, that's that's just tough luck, and that happens in baseball. It's happened a lot more uh, to Kansas City this season. But I would have liked to see Bubba Starling not even fool around with bunting early on and then at bat. After the break, we're going to talk more about this game, but first I want to tell you about our good friends over at Postmates. I love Postmates, and I love them more now than ever before because they've created contactless deliveries in this day and age with this time that's uncertain right now around the world you don't want to be going out of your house you don't want to even be opening your door to strangers giving you food instead what they do is they just leave it right on your doorstep from all of your local uh, favorite local restaurants and anything else you need left right outside your house anytime that you want to eat out. You can just have them pick it up. Uh, They also go to, again, local restaurants that can help support your local economy, which it's so important to do right now. So shop local, and Postmates will help you do that. But Postmates does not just deliver burgers and sushi. They make my life easier by picking up anything I need from Walgreens, 7-Eleven, and stores like that, dropping it off again right outside my door. Just download the Postmates app for iOS or Android, find your favorite places, get anything you need delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our audience $100 of free delivery credits. That's, again, $100 of free delivery credits for your first seven days with the app. To start your free deliveries, download the app. Use promo code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credits for your first seven days with the app. Download the Postmates app today. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. So I want to continue to talk about this lineup here as we wrap up today's show. You know... I didn't mind the the construction of this lineup given the, the splits with Kyle Hendricks. It was a little bit funky. Again, any time that you put Soler in right field, I would have liked to see Franco get put at the DH spot. I've talked about that before. Uh, in my opinion, those are your two worst fielders, and they can't both be in the field at the same time. They just can't. So I would have liked to see Franco get put in the DH spot. Uh, but instead, he elects to go with Ryan McBroom there. Uh, he was fine one for three, but then he pinch hit Frenchy Cordero in this game, who struck out promptly. Again, the lineup was fine. Ten hits for the Rose is a good day. I mean, uh, it's sad to say that, but ten hits is a really good day for Kansas City. They strike out five times. They have 12 runners left on base. And then the most frustrating part of all of this, another game with zero walks. Every single hitter in this lineup, collectively, they got zero walks. They are the worst team in baseball in drawing walks. They have the, the fewest drawn walks in baseball. They have close to the highest strikeouts in baseball. That's not a recipe for success. That is not a recipe at all for success. And this team has always struggled drawing walks. It's no different this season. They're they're striking out a ton. They're not getting many hits. And whenever they do get on base by some miraculous reason, they're also not driving them home. So if you want to know why the Royals are bad, you can look at the walk number, the on base percentage, the team average with runners in scoring position, the total left on base. That's what you can look at, even strikeouts. You can look at all of that for why the Royals are a bad team. And that's why, again, I think that you need to shift your focus from uh, getting at bats from guys who aren't going to be around when this team is good, like a Bubba Starling, like a Brett Phillips, even a Frenchie Cordero who have the three, if, you're, if you really, really want to try to squeeze something out of a Frenchie Cordero, Brett Phillips, and Bubba Starling, I would pick Frenchie. I think, I think that Frenchie has by far the most talent and by far the most upside. And by far, uh, I could see him, I could see Frenchie Cordero succeeding somewhere else. He was he was fine in San Diego. You trade uh, Tim Hill for him. I could see Frenchie Cordero going on. And if he does not work out in Kansas City, having a Jose Martinez type here where you trade him to St. Louis, he breaks out in St. Louis, and then he becomes such in high, high demand that the Tampa Bay Rays trade for him. I could see that happening with Finchie Cordero. Now, if Bubba Starling or Brett Phillips gets away, I don't see them being anything in baseball. I see them being out of baseball. They're a Christian Colon type guy who's bounced around from team to team to team. He's on the Reds now, uh, he, he, but he's been nothing in baseball. And the Royals fall in love with that kind of player. They fall in love – with a Christian Colón, a Bubba Starling, a Brett Phillips, who has that one percent chance they're, they're, that they're going to break out—that one percent chance—because they play good defense and maybe they can figure it out—and they never do. It's time to call up, you know, Kyle Isbell. It's time to call up Khalil Lee. Uh, just get something going because because this season is lost. You're three and nine. You're, you're shifting over to Kansas City with this series against Chicago, uh, and today you're going to throw out, uh, you know, uh, Chris Bubich. Is he going to navigate this lineup any better than Brady Singer? I think Brady Singer right now is 10 times the pitcher uh, that Bubich is. And that's no shot at boobitch I mean, he's just, he's just younger, uh, and, and he hasn't – had a success at the professional level yet. Bubic hasn't. He, he kind of had a rocky start to his career, but he's also shown some flashes still. He's still a good pitcher. But in the here and now, I would take Brady Singer over him. Uh, but then again, you know that Brady Singer is my favorite pitching prospect of this group, of, of the Daniel Lynch's of the world. Uh, and, and then maybe Ace Lacy overtakes him in time. We just haven't seen Ace Lacy pitch in professional ball yet. But again, how is a rookie going to navigate through Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Javier Baez, Kyle Schwarber, uh, Wilson Contreras? Uh, how how is a rookie going to navigate that? So this is going to be yet another game uh, in which you're going to struggle on the mound, and you're going to probably lose this game. And then you get Brad Keller back on Thursday. We'll see what he can add. But again, that's just the 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 devastating part about this team. You have a bunch of four starters, and and I think that. Brady Singer has the potential uh, to be an ace. I think he has the potential uh, that he can be a Cy Young-type guy. But right now, he's not. Right, right now, uh, he's he's a young arm that's maybe a three on, on a good day. The rest of your pitchers are fours. On a good team, they're fours. So th- it doesn't really get any better day-to-day from on the pitching mound. And I don't know how long Brad Keller can go on Thursday. I really don't. Uh, coming back from COVID and not having his arms stretched out and things like that. But we'll see how this team performs Today against the Cubs, hopefully they can turn it around. They need to stop to this losing streak. Yesterday was a good start. You, you you know you get that bullpen in the ninth inning. They really got on the Baez's pass well in the ninth inning, but they just could not bring them home. You would think that just by the odds of probability that something has to give eventually. You're going to just run into a couple of runs. Eventually the ball is going to bounce your way, uh, and you're going to get lucky with runners in scoring position. You just haven't yet, but it'll be too little too late. And it's you know you're already down. Uh, in the count, so to speak. I mean, you're you're in the bottom dweller of the AL Central, and it doesn't look to be getting any brighter from here until the team calls up young guys who will be here. Now, I don't think that they can ever call up Bobby Witt Jr. this year. Uh, it's unrealistic to think, that, to think that Bobby Witt Jr. can be in Kansas City this year, even with how good he was in summer camp. But a Khalil Lee should be here. A Kyle Isbell should be here. Players like that should be in Kansas City and, and, and getting some meaningful at-bats, not just a random pinch run opportunity like Nick Keith is. Uh, they should be up there, and, and you should be playing a Nicky Lopez, because if we're going to play the potential game, Nicky Lopez has infinitely more potential than Bubba Starling, so why are you squeezing in Bubba Starling into this lineup and not Nicky Lopez? It's just stupid. That, that, is, that is the definition of stupidity to me, but... That's kind of the way the Royals organization works at times. And so we'll be back tomorrow to recap the game against the Chicago Cubs in Kansas City as this game transitions and the series transitions back to the K. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Locked on Royals.